<laughs> and welcome back, guys. Um, Dude, I'm, I'm going to say something. I can't promise that I'm not going to say it again because I'm still fucking hot about it. I just want you to know that you're a mess right now. Yes. I just want you to know. 100%. Yes. And I'm here. My whole purpose in this life, mm-hmm. and listen to me when I'm saying this. My whole purpose in this life, <laughs> baby girl, is to make sure you have a good, sweet time. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome. You should be able to hop on my back. And I should be able to say, hey, little baby girl, I'm going to, I know the way, I'll sniff it out to good in a sweet time. A good in a sweet time. I want to bring you through the fire and the flames to the other side where there is candy apple um, stuff and peppermint things. And I want you to have a good and a sweet time. I'm pissed off. I know. Listen, here's the crux of it. Me and Zoya had a difference of opinion with our landlords. And that is going to happen when you She's not the landlord. She's the building manager. Yeah, that sucks. That does not do her job. And there's that. And that's it. That's where we're going to leave it. (laughs) I was just commenting that it's funny to... uh, We've been doing this podcast forever, right? So there have been times right before or after where there's a jarring life moment, you know? And it's just funny to have... You like have words with other grownups and then 20 minutes later, you're like, and welcome to a podcast and the Patreons, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's very funny. Like, I wonder what they're doing right now. Speaking of which, Patreon, uh, this show wouldn't be a thing without any of you. So I want to shout out one time to our Patreons. Do you think our apartment manager has a podcast as well? That's happening right now. I would love to go on there and tell her all about herself. Well, her maybe, bitch ass maybe Zoe. We've already started this once because of the shit talk that Zoya is spice, spicy. That's true. And that's why you might be hearing in my voice that it's, bit of, it's a bit of a lighter tread than usual. Because I feel like I, I got snowshoes on. <laughs> I got social snowshoes on, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to start this episode. We're going to remind you that we are a, we're two people. I don't need to tell you about that, but we are. And we watched Bob Ross yesterday and it was he just did. like old times. Yeah. Anyway, like, yeah. he cheated on his wife a lot, but mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. That's an allegedly mm-hmm. or a proven thing. I'm not in it. Anyway, what I'm saying is I'm a comedian and she's a hairdresser. And what we do on this podcast is talk to you about your relationship to something. Anything. Anything. Yeah, anything. Pick a thing. Anything. Pick a random thing. Building manager. (laughs) Anything else. Trick ass hell. No, you gotta stop, dude. You're making it worse. <laughs> You're making it worse. I just did your dad face. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why he has that face burned into his face repertoire. He's had to do it a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Sometimes I just can't hold my tongue. Well, we're going to have to hold this podcast. No, so you pick we're not. One or the other. No, we're not. We are just two people. One a comedian, one a hairdresser, a hot pissed off hairdresser 
Sure. You're like a little tea kettle. You're like a little Albanian tea kettle. Can you see the steam? Kettle. I mean, that, that. When you got, when you get mad, <laughs> you look like you have an accent. That's very funny. Because you're not wrong. And let me tell you something about how you're talking to me right now. Yeah, the disrespect and you're... the interruption is not fair. And I will. Don't. Zoe, both <clears> of you. <throat> anyway, so we answer a bunch of questions from you guys. And some are great and some not so great. Yeah. Um, and I'm feeling extra spicy. So uh, the filter's off today, guys. This is bad. It's bad. You can think. I was going to say her full name, but can't. What? You got to stop. Mm-hmm. You have to. Here's what we got to do. Let's talk about our relationship mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. You have to pull up your pants. They're up. You have to pull them oh, way up. Oh, they are so up. They're high-waisted, so keep going. <laughs> and you got to move past it. We have to move past it okay, for entertainment's sake. She's done. We have to move past it for our hearts. For now. And we're like active. I'm actively looking for apartments. Great. And w- then we'll physically move past it as well. Yes. We'll move boxes past it mm-hmm. until there's no more boxes mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. That being said, we got a lot of stuff to sell. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, you can make a bid on anything in the house that we, you see in the background. No, you can't. Not anything. <laughs> no. no. No, no, no. I'll let you know. These glasses, $250,000. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> It's like $400,000. We need down payment for a house. Okay. $450,000. $750,000. I'm not jerking. Jerking. Go. What's the question? Hi, I need advice. You look beautiful, by the way, Zoe. Thanks, Mike. I want you to know that. I want you to know that you look like you tell fortunes. I do. Let me see your palms. Wow. You have a long life. Your love line. It is connected to mine. It's mm. very nice. I think you're kind of overstepping the boundaries. It looks like uh, you have a, a fortune coming to you. <laughs> and you have married the only important person in your whole entire life. Does that mean we're getting Chinese food tonight? Nope. That means we're making dinner because all we've done is eat out for the last two weeks. Hell yeah. Thank you to everyone who showed up at shows. Thank you for always supporting. Thank you for always having, uh, being very funny and letting people come enjoy your funny. Um, thank you for letting me tag along. Um, and thank you for being the best goddamn wife this side of the Mississippi. Damn. Damn. It's a fucking question. Hi, I need advice. Should I continue talking to this boy? He ghosted me a while back after we hooked up. Recently matched with him on Tinder. He also lives 2,000 miles away. Here's the catch. I really like him. Why is your Tinder set For like 2,000 miles, first of all. Close you... your circle, girl. Yeah, seriously. What's you wrong with you? You can't find somebody two miles away? 30. For real, to hook up with? To ghost you? To allow some guy to fucking ghost you? For real? You're like, I'm not going to tighten up the search? Yeah, no. Readjust your parameters, dog. Stop. What's wrong with you? Dude, stop. I can't. But date him. Give him a chance. No, don't give him a fucking <laughs> chance. Fuck that dude. He's got nothing. Nothing good is going to come out of something like that. Your parameters are off is yeah. all I'm saying. Are you willing to move 2,000 away, 2,000 miles away to try and see if this works? Probably not. Are you willing to go 2,000 miles away to cat? Yeah, seriously. You can't cut within fucking 
two minutes of your Close house? Close the circle and cow locally. Seriously. Don't be a dumb. Don't be a dumb. You made Zoya. You're, te- you're tensing right? up Zoya's is that, is that That's not crazy to me? Like 2,000 miles away? I don't know if it's like, crazy not... to you. It's. I think the circle needs to be tightened. I think I've made that very clear. I know for a fact. At on least these 100 apps, miles. You could do a pinch. Yeah. You could do a pinch and spread. But why are you... Uh, Pinching and spreading How many people miles. must you have to swipe through in a 2,000-mile radius? Damn. Where do you live? And he probably... Uh, you like somebody who ghosted you. Yeah, but that's not... Don't act like just because you've learned that lesson in the past that everybody is the, at, at the same place with that lesson. Okay. Sometimes you want things that don't want you back. And until you realize that that's bunk mushies, mm-hmm. you do it. So that's the other lesson is don't um, want things that don't want you back. Dance with the people who dance with you. Don't ask for dance. Don't ask for someone's hand and dance if they don't want to dance. Yeah. Imagine if you went up to that person and you said, let's dance. And then they just walked away. And then you saw him again on the internet and you're like, I still want to dance with that guy. Why? For what? Why? Yeah. What do you think he has to offer? Big dick? Dance? Moves? I can't even... I don't care how big it is, how cute you are... 2,000 miles? I don't care how wide it is. You were just a good lay once. If that. You are, you're, listen. I know, I'm sorry. Sriracha mouth. You got sriracha mouth, Soy. She is spicy today. She's spicy. Mm-hmm. Fire and flames. Yes. Anyway, have respect for yourself and don't. Yeah, seriously. Dance with it, doesn't want to dance with you. Yeah. And then tighten the circle. Yeah. What's the next fucking question, Soy? How do you guys find a line of caring for those you love and not putting too much stake in their well-being? I've struggled recently because I have a because of a relationship with a friend who has been consistently unhappy. Mm-hmm. And as many conversations as we have, she doesn't feel the effort I put into her. Mm-hmm. And it has started to affect me. I know I should bear I, sh- I know I should bear the responsibility of someone else. I think he me- I think they shouldn't. mean shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I struggle to find the line of trying to help and doing too much. Thanks guys, love you. I love you as well. Um just remember that it's all right to take breaks from friendships and it might not be uh fun, but it is how you make them last for years and years. Yeah. Don't be afraid to separate yourself. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, there, it's funny because I was having this conversation with someone recently, and sometimes people just need to be in it. And can't help themselves. And no matter how much advice you give that person, they are not going to take it no matter what because they feel the most comfortable. They feel alive in their chaos. Hmm. Right. And 
like we have mutual friends that do that for for certain people and they this person that I was having this conversation was with back home and it's like no matter how many times they feel like they're getting somewhere the next time they see that person it's the same bullshit over and over and over again right so what do you do you just let him vent stop wasting your energy and giving them advice and stop you don't even have to hang out with them sometimes it's okay to take a break from your friends yeah take sometimes a break. It's some people don't want the advice I remember that I used to uh, feel like I needed to help solve the problem if somebody um put enough faith in me to tell me the story i felt like i needed to uh solve try to give a solution Mm -hmm. and that's exhausting and you don't have a solution all the time no so if you have the energy to listen to the person vent do that yeah other than that um it's not on you it's really not and it's okay to take breaks if it's starting to bring you down Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's him. Yeah, I guess. I guess at that point, it's you know, start taking your own advice, you know, and try to pull away a little bit. Doesn't mean that you can't never be there for that person. Doesn't mean that you can't never be there for that person. Did I? Is that what I said? That's what it sounded like. It yeah. doesn't mean you can't never say that. Yeah, but is that a double negative? I don't even know anymore. Oxymoron. To tell you the truth. Um. <clears throat> Doesn't mean that you can't be there for that person, but you need to make sure that your guard is up and that you're protecting your energy and yourself. Yeah. You're no good to anyone if you're not going to give good advice. If no. you're, uh, you know, maybe you grow a little bit resentful mm-hmm. of that person. Yeah. Because they affect your mood yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be helpful. Yeah. Until you come at them with a. I got a. Uh, I woke up to an interesting text today and I just wrote, stop, stop talking to me. Damn dog. Mm-hmm. So it's been kind of on for you oh, all it's day. Been, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm I, so I happy I haven't pissed you off in a long time. Man, am I <laughs> happy about that. I swear, I think you're the only person that just knows, that just knows how to deal with me on like an everyday level and I never have to worry about <laughs> you deliberately pissing me off that's it that's all i got <laughs> okay yeah i was waiting for a big um big yeah. ending on that one Mm-mm. yeah man i don't want to piss you off for any reason anytime we do piss each other off it's uh it's um not on purpose Mm-mm. because i don't think either of us want that for each other i don't yeah. think anyone wants that for you either um, like, I don't think there's anyone in our lives trying to make the other person upset. It's just what happens sometimes. And then you deal with it as it comes up. Yeah. And it's just, sometimes it catches you at, um, a time where you don't have a lot of energy to be like cordial about it. And then things go off the rails. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like ready to set fire to everything. Yeah. But don't. No, I won't. Thanks. I won't. I won't because I can't, you know? <laughs> yes, I do know that. Which is too fucking bad. What was the Reddit thing? So Leah mm. uh, was hooking us up with a story from Reddit that she thought was interesting. 
Okay. And there's a big, loud swallow from Zoya. Yeah. Zoya, were you able to look at this at all? What's that about? No, I have not. Do you have an opinion on it? <clears throat> um. Yeah. Married folks. Yeah. Is a little discontentment. Contentment. A part of all relationships. I, a 28 female, am a happy relate. Am in a happy relationship with my partner, 27 year old male. Roger. But I can't stop thinking about what else might be out there. Well, what the fuck? Title kind of says it all. I'm in a three-year relationship, have been living with my boyfriend for two years. We have had big fights that led us to taking short breaks in the relationship. Three in the last three years. But the last one... a break every year? That's a fun activity. mm -hmm. But the last one was about a year ago now. So let me pause that. I feel like every relationship gets into like one really big fight a year. Hmm. No? Dude, yeah. And yeah. I think there's a science behind it. Dude, I am going to butcher this, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time mm-hmm. on it. But I had I took this course at Fairfield that was like human sexual, sexuality course. Mm-hmm. Human sexuality course. And um, our teacher, one of the first days, drew like a circle on the board. Mm-hmm. And she was like, this is like the first quarter quarter of the relationship is this. And then it gets to the halfway point and this is when this starts happening. And then this is like 75% and that's when this starts happening. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and you play it out in like every relationship you've ever been like, Oh, by the three month mark, this happens. And then, you know, whatever, uh, 10 month mark, you get into like your first real big fight or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was, it applied so to so many of the situations that I had been in. I was like, oh, this is fascinating. I hope I remember it forever. Yeah, I feel like a lot of like really good, solid relationships, I feel like there's always like at least one big <clears throat> blowout a year. Uh-huh. You know, I think it's in the way that you argue is what is important because I don't think that taking a break is necessarily like taking a break as in like, okay, let me get out of the house for a minute and we'll pause this for a moment and come back to it. You know what's interesting? It's like what happens in the break? Do you solve the problem or do you just not see you fuck other people for two months while your problem is still your problem and you never really solve it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like what? What? Um, I love him. He's my best friend. I'm starting to get to a point where it's hard to imagine life without him. Throughout the last year, we've begun to talk about what it'd be like to start a family together. We adopted cats, got domestic. And yet, for the last few months, I've thought about wanting to be single all the time. I wish I knew why. I wish I could tell whether it's circumstantial or par for the course in any relationship, i.e. wanting to pursue connection with someone else, longing for more hours in my day, or whether it's the sign of a deeper problem in our relationship. I'll say this. There's never been a a part of mine and yours relationship, and there's probably a better way to say that, that I've wanted to be single. Yeah, no. You know, it's like sometimes you get nostalgic for 
the time in your life where you meet someone and there's a spark and like that's just an interesting like human connection thing but it it was never enough to be like like I wouldn't want to be with you yeah no I never wanted to be single after I met you yeah so maybe the breaks and maybe not fully dealing with whatever issue caused the break plus having um feelings of wanting to be single yeah i mean i guess i guess there i guess you end up like longing for um you know a crush again or something yeah. you know but i also feel like you know serious relationships are always going to go through peaks and valleys right they have to <clears throat> in order to grow i've said it before i'll say it again there's no there's no truer thing for me in a relationship at all um but you tend to like find things in your partner that you crush on like all over again like you walked into the house today after golf and i gave him the up and down you did give me the up and down uh-huh he looked hot walked in he was kind of sweaty from golf Hell yeah. Cute ass golf clothes. I'm not afraid to get sweaty in golf. Shirt tucked in. I was like, oh, damn. I had just gone to the bathroom. I didn't know my shirt was tucked in. Probably half tucked. (laughs) So. But yeah. So I think, um, I think that if you're looking to crush on something elsewhere, find it at home first before you try and do something outside of the house. Roger. Um, I'm almost 30 and want a family. I know I still have time, but if we're going to part ways, I'd rather not drag it out indefinitely. Mm -hmm. I feel like this person, this female is already like halfway out the door. It's halfway out, but also very comfortable and knows that the person they have is probably a catch Mm -hmm. and doesn't want to make the wrong choice. Mm -hmm. Cause that's that time. 30 is when you like start to feel old and that you have to do all these fucking things even more so than like your late Mm twenties. You're like, Oh, I'm 30. I got a fucking, if I'm not married within the next five years, I'm a broken piece of shit. But that's what people think. Yeah. You know, that's what people on the, the track think. It's Yeah. Don't stay in something that's not healthy. No. Um, is this normal? I found a guy that I love. I'm very attracted to and I'm delighted to adventure with. He's not perfect, but neither am I. He loves me. He's nice to me. And we communicate well. Breaking up now feels like gambling, throwing away something great for the chance of something greater, n- more passionate, more inspiring. What? Did I say that wrong? What? No, I just... I like the idea of like a drummer <laughs> behind you. If it's I'm, like you're at a poetry read and somebody has a full drum set behind you. If I'm restless now, will I be restless forever? Are some people just like this? Wish someone could just look into a crystal ball and tell me what to do, but that's not how life works. Thanks all. Do you want to hear the update? Yeah. Thank you all so much for your thoughtful responses. It's been astounding to see so much activity on this thread, and I actually enjoy the fact that the responses are truly all across the map. Everything from breakup now to this is normal to you're a bad person to thank you for saying this, it's exactly how I feel, to this is because you need God. (laughs) The spectrum of emotions. 
here have been beautiful and I appreciate all the internet's interest in my little life. While I'm still not sure how to proceed, I'm planning to talk things through with my therapist and closest friends this week. Dude, so funny to have like, let's say there were like 50,000 responses Mm -hmm. on this shit and you're just that guy sitting at home. There's 1,100 responses on this. So 1,100 people have like weighed in Mm -hmm. on your relationship Mm -hmm. and somewhere there's a guy being like, I can't wait to see what Liz is doing tonight. Yeah. Um, and closest friends this week, I will talk to my partner as soon as soon as well. I just need a little more time to get my head on straight. What do you think about calling people partners? Would you ever call me partner? Mm -mm. I feel like it always sounds like cowboys are fucking each other. Howdy partner. This is my partner. This is my partner, Mike. Uh, I think I may be struggling with depression in a way I haven't been able to articulate previously the list the listlessness extends to everything in my life not just my relationship i'm confused about what i'm working toward who i'm trying to become and what the point of all of this of all of these choices and what the point is of any of these choices excuse me yeah that is the time in your life where you do that that it's funny how that person is just having that out loud with everybody I have the most beautiful friendship with my partner and I'm not ready to throw that away before I know whether the root of the problem is the relationship or the big black void sitting in my chest. Please continue to reach out, sending love to anyone in a similar in a similar situation. So funny if her partner breaks up with her and was like, I've been feeling a little like you've been a little distant. Yeah, I think... Um, <laughs> I think at that point in your life, it is, you're trying to, 28-year-old female, 28-year-old, or a 27-year-old male. I know that when I was in my late 20s, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. You know? And I met you in my late 20s, right? I met you when I was 27. Mm -hmm. Or 26, going on, the summer of 26. And I wasn't really sure what I was doing. It had been a long time since I had been in a serious relationship. Um, I wanted something serious. I knew that, you know, my career was my career and it was going to continue to be my career and it was lucrative and I had a really great time, you know, at work and all of that. I was able to build a great clientele. I was busy, you know. I was also bartending a couple nights a week having fun, living it up is what I was doing when I was 27 years old. And I know that it is a time in your life where you're just like, shit, what am I doing? I'm almost 30. Where am I going? Am I going to have kids? Am I going to do all of these things? And, you know, it's okay not to have those answers, but it's also okay to kind of, I guess, question what it is, you know, like what, what is it about this person that, is keeping me am i wasting my time am i not wasting my time some people are great and you just don't jive with them and it doesn't mean some people are almost it for mm-hmm. you yeah and they can be a uh, um great but a little bit wrong mm-hmm. and if something's not there then it's not there don't feel guilty about it yeah also great fine leah um shout great out fine, one time leah. Uh, to Leah and Josh. 
Um, so I do it to him with that Patreon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why? Well, what else are you thinking? No, nothing. I just, uh, I was just. I just want to say we had a great time. We had a great trip. Uh, I love traveling with you. Tell me about your shows. Oh, I'll tell you real quick. Uh, the 26th of this month, it's tomorrow. It's Valley Poppins in the green room in Sherman Oaks on Ventura. On the 27th, I'm doing Bear City at Quesada in Long Beach. On the 30th of September, it's New Joke Night in the Comedy Store. And I'll be there and I'll be hosting that on uh, the 3rd of October. That's Valley Poppins in the Green Room uh, on Ventura and Sherman Oaks. On the 4th, I am doing the setup in LA. I'll let you guys know where that is. On the 6th is Surrounded in the Lab. World famous Hollywood Improv. There's an early show and a late show. Tickets are already flying off the GD shelf. And on the 10th, no, on the on the 15th, um, we're doing Surrounded on the Siren Theater in uh, Portland, Oregon. First time ever doing Surrounded in Portland, Oregon. I got some surprises for you, and I'm hiding them up my butt. I don't know that anybody wants to be up your butt. Anyway, um, <laughs> as you know, Patreon.com is a, ter- is a virtual tipping and rewards website where you give us a little bit of your hard-earned cash and we give our $10 group a shout-out. And that goes as follow. Mr. Howard, Jay the Fifth, Ryan Cruteau, Cole Rusty, Joseph Capricusio, Shannon Haynes, Ernesto, uh, Raja Nose, Luis Sinodet. Lauren Chauncey, Paul Gilliam, Derek Helling, Steve Deergo, Chris McCarthy, Trevor the Wearfishy, Happy Birthday Starlight, JJ McToots, Rachel Last Name, Connie Tryon, Crossed Up Potato Head, Antero Baez, Frankie Matos Music, uh, Johnny Rizzito, Handcrafted Neckwear, CCPB and J, Admam, Emily Paget, uh, Caleb Perkins, Giant Tom Hanks, Lizzie Love, Gavin Welsh, Someone tell Aaron, Jackie Hammond, Paige, but more crisp, Guy with Long Hair, Chris Johnson, Anna Valles, Benjamin Putz, Beth Bush, Christina Camille, Josh Cadot, uh, Michael Johnson, Kayla Johnston, Jules Run, Grant Lavisure, Chad Clark, where they're with all, they're with all, mm-hmm. Uh, Katie Taylor, Joe Ban, Milky Beans, Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Magnus, Barrington, Lloyd, love it. Uh, ben Fuchs, Theodorus, Karen Bellis, Danny Sinclair, Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Bibistein, Josh Josh, Sergeant, Spar- Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Helen Ford, Illuminos, Superfloss, It's Tatana Day, Danielle D. Verona, Dev Robbervro. I say that wrong every time. Uh, Jesse Stillwell, Katie Lee G, De- Rob Devereux. <laughs> I say that wrong every time, too. Uh, Don Bjor, Luis Hernandez. Luis Hernandez, I'm sorry if I say that wrong all the time, too. Alexander Legowski, Felicia Shimberry, and Matthew J. Palka. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I'm sorry for being a bitch ass bitch uh this episode kind of not really because also fuck this place right